From the PSIA AASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair. Today we're chatting with Gary Watts, and we're going to be talking about riding in the trees. Gary, thanks so much for uh, joining us. Absolutely, yeah. Happy to be joining in. Now, I had the pleasure of going out with you on your snowboard, and I was on my skis, and my gosh, I learned a lot. That was so fun, going into the trees with you. Yeah, it was a treat. Uh, we caught, The conditions were, were prime for us there at Eldora. That was, that was a really fun experience, and, and just, a, just a few runs there it was a good, good connection. And tell us, what is it about riding in the trees that you enjoy so much? I, I always enjoy, I seek out experiences in life where I can connect with nature uh, year-round, for sure. And so, so riding in the trees allows me to do that in a pretty special way in the wintertime on my snowboard. And I find that more than anything, it's, it demands that I've got to be fully present in, in the moment, right then and there. And I can't... I can't allow my mind to drift in any other direction um, in time and space <laughs> other than my, um, my current turn and, and you know, focusing into what's happening right in front of me and especially riding, you know, riding through the, the, uh, the pine and the spruce that we have here in a lot of the Colorado resorts. It's nice uh, with the contrast when you get into aspens and being, being able to draw your focus out a little bit farther. Uh, but really, for me, I, I think of it as a, a moving meditation, in a sense. I'd like for you to share with us some thoughts on how we can be better at riding skiing trees. Absolutely. Uh, so, <laughs> some of the, I guess, understanding and exploring some of the, the key concepts with riding the trees with a bit more confidence and control um, revolve around bringing in acute awareness to your visual focus and how you refine that in your setting. And, uh, and then also adding an element of randomness to, to your movements and to your, to your turning and your, your rhythm there. Um, and you can, you can take some, uh, some of your favorite things from, the runs that you enjoy, perhaps bumps, or if you have access to a, to a race course and running gates um, and some of the more um, set rhythmic uh, arenas like that. And, and then you can vary that to get out onto um, into some open off-piece terrain and, and start making uh, some more, you can kind of randomize your turns if that makes sense. And instead of just simply going left, right, left, right, uh, try making uh, a few rights in a row and then a sharp left and then a, uh, a long arcing right followed by three quick, quick lefts um, and doing a lot of basically glorified garlands <laughs> and uh, interesting, interesting quick turn shapes and um, exploring some of your steering mechanics and um, some of those rotary elements and being able to achieve those with lower edge angles and, and uh, focusing on allowing your equipment to pivot uh, really efficiently underneath your body to create that turn shape that's going to allow you to manage your speed and, and kind of find that sweet spot 
that allows you to travel through a space like um, a, a nice tree run with some confidence and some control. So, yeah, I love running gates. I have so much fun in the gates, but trees aren't flexible and they scare me. How do you start to get over <laughs> that mindset? Absolutely. So, you can take some of the, uh, when you're running gates, George, where, where do you keep that visual focus? So, in other words, where are you, where are you looking? Way as ahead. You, as you're moving through the course. Way ahead. Absolutely. And so, and are you, are you looking at gates or are you looking beyond gates? Are you looking at spaces around gates where you want to be turning? I'm looking at spaces beyond gates that I want to be turning. <laughs> exactly. So applying now that, that concept and bringing that notion into uh, your, your tree riding can be a, an opportunity to transfer something that you're already using with, with confidence and with, with regularity and integrate it into a new setting. And of course, uh, allowing yourself to really progress in, into it and finding some spaces on the hill where the trees are quite a bit more open and, and the, the, uh, the pitch is a lot, a lot easier to negotiate, right? And so looking at some of those variables and, and reading the terrain and setting yourself up for success and, and simply arcing one turn into, a, into an open treed space and then back out onto the run and then, uh, and then trying another turn and then trying two perhaps and then uh, starting to build from there so you create a progression for yourself meanwhile maintaining some of those, uh, some of those focal points with the, the visual element and looking to those open spaces and uh, some of those quick steering mechanics that you've been exploring out on the run um, and putting those, some of those pieces together to really start to access some new terrain with a little bit more, um, a little more confidence. That was fun watching you with another group when you got into some steeps and some really tight trees. I mean, you just look like you're in your element. <laughs> it's, it's a ton of fun for sure. And I find that often one of the joys of riding the trees is that the snow tends to be quite good <laughs> and really soft. And uh, a lot of times you can find deep powder in the trees, even when, when things are tracked out on the runs. Um, and so that was certainly the case on, on that particular day. And so one of the concepts that we were exploring with that group was the notion of uh, <laughs> different characteristics to the snow that we ride. And sometimes the snow has more of a two-dimensional quality and sometimes it has more of a three-dimensional quality. Of course, when we're riding the powder, uh, it's more of the latter, right? And it also makes me think a lot about the roots of our sport being skateboarding and surfing, right? And and how those come together in a, in a pretty amazing way with snowboarding. Um, when we get into the the powder uh, conditions, it's it's kind of amazing to explore the capabilities of a snowboard and the way that we're able to. Um, displace some of the energy as we're moving down the hill and kind of working with that gravity and friction relationship. And one of the concepts that we were working with with that group was the notion that we could actually uh, control our speed or even slow down significantly and perhaps even stop uh, without needing to turn or pivot our snowboard if the snow was deep enough. Uh, we have this massive surface area underneath our feet. And so being able to work deliberately 
through the legs to create some movements that are going to drive some energy down into that soft snowpack effectively allowed us to manage our speed and, and steer our snowboard into some pretty tight spaces that nobody had been through for many, many days, if not weeks. And so the snow was fantastic. And we started to blend that with some more subtle rotary movements to get um, a bit of pivot under underneath that uh, underneath the tail of the snowboard as well, and just just working through some of the strategies to explore some different lines from the trees for the group, and it was it was pretty fun to see some of the some of the gears turning for the group and uh, some of those aha moments and understanding some just some different ways they could they could create uh, some just options for performance on their snowboard. How do you pick your line through the trees? Basically, I try to look for the ones that uh, I I feel like if if I can, if I can fit through it, it's a go. (laughs) (laughs) And so there's there's some perks to standing sideways for sure in that sense. And uh, the, the, (laughs) <laughs> the tighter the better in some in some spots uh, because I know that nobody else has really been through it and uh, so if, if I've got if I'm working in pure 3D I've got some really fantastic options on um, how I can how I can manage my speed and shape a turn and um, get some really really fun sensations as I, as I kind of dip dive through the powder finding a fun line in the trees. So why is it, I, this is veering away from trees a little bit, but it was so fun to see your line. Obviously, I was only doing one to two turns at a time, but uh, it's so fun on skis to follow a snowboarder's tracks because you see the mountain differently than we do. Absolutely, and uh, <laughs> I can absolutely mirror that sentiment <laughs> for sure, and I, I enjoy I enjoy those runs that I get to I get to take with skiers, and I I, I appreciate that same quality. And there's a different a different perspective on the mountain, for sure. And so it's fun to look at things, look at an environment that you're in constantly through a, a little bit of a different lens, if you will. And uh, I find that's always always insightful, and and a lot of fun, and can add some some creativity to how you facilitate experiences uh, yourself in the future as a teacher. Now, as teachers, what if we get someone who uh, they've never been in the trees before, but they really would like to try. And what are some thoughts on how we can teach that student uh, intro to trees? Oh, absolutely. So uh, recapping on a couple of those, those key elements we hit early in this in the segment here was just the uh, refining that that visual focus, um, bringing a heightened awareness to that. Um, you know, anytime we're out on the out on the run, we're negotiating obstacles, whether they are still or moving, right? And so we've off, we're often surrounded by um, other skiers and snowboarders while we're out on the hill sliding, and so there is a level of awareness that comes with that and being able to, to negotiate, say, a crowded run with some confidence and some control um, and, and being able to steer, steer your equipment where you want it to go, um, 
being aware of not only what's in front of you down the hill, but what also is, uh, you know, uphill behind you and taking every opportunity to take in those, um, take in those, those pieces through all your senses. Right. And so you can even start to illustrate these concepts, uh, really, really early on in somebody's experience. Right. And even as they're coming down into the, the, the flat base areas and they're, and they're, um, dropping a lot of their speed, um, but they still want to want to be able to coast into um, be able to get close to the lift maze, right? And the area starts to get quite crowded there. And so, you know, a student's going to right off the bat start planning their line um, to negotiate through other other people that are out on the hill, right? Uh, you can start to create a real stepping stone progression for your students and build some confidence to be able to enter that, enter the, uh, enter the trees by applying some of those, those concepts and, um, some of the ideas you're able to explore out on the run. Um, obviously the visual focus is a really key piece, but also being able to, um, vary turn size, you know, that's, that's a common theme in, in a lot of lessons is, um, exploring different shapes of turns and in particular, um, Smaller turn shapes work really, really well in trees. Uh, being able to pivot the equipment quickly underneath a, a quiet, stable upper, upper body um, to be able to ditch some speed, really gaining a lot of understanding of that, um, how gravity and friction are working together and how to, how to create some friction on the surface when you want to, um, to slow down a little bit. So... There's a lot of ways where you can start to build that confidence for your, for your students um, to be able to set them up for success. But I think one of the really key elements is being able to read the read the terrain yourself as a teacher and choose appropriate spots um, to start to ease into those uh, ease into those tree riding scenarios. Right? I think about a, a lot of times. Often you'll find a um, a nice a nice tree island in the in the middle of a, a groomed run, uh, and some of them have, will have a uh, kind of have a very a very clear path through them, right? And uh, that can be that can present a very nice opportunity to kind of dip the toes in, if you will, and uh, and get a quick little a quick little easy path through the through that treed space. Which brings up another point, because uh, we were talking about powder in the trees, but uh, you go in sometimes, and it's it's almost like moles uh, among the trees. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And so, once again, I find that, that that ability to really read the terrain and start to look very closely at not only the open spaces in the trees, but now the 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 dishes and bowls and, and, um, and banks that you can now start to actually use to your advantage. Uh, and you'll often find that they are shaped in a way um, where a lot of people have taken a particular path around a tree to avoid, avoid that, uh, the obstacle, right? And there's, there's a trough accompanied with a, a bank on the side, and you can, you can place your equipment Against that bank on the side with a with a relatively low uh, low edge, and the the terrain itself helps to really guide you through the turn, similar to 
you know many of the concepts we are we're certainly utilizing uh, terrain based terrain based teaching terrain based learning um, scenarios at a lot of a lot of resorts a lot of senior high schools all around the country. Um, so when we impart that skill to our guests really really early on in their experiences and they're riding banks and berms and uh, little little micro mini pipes and uh, rollers and things like that in their in their beginner lessons even right they start to gain a better sense for looking at the hill a little bit differently and it's not just straight straight downhill gravity pulling me straight down the whole time uh, and I'm trying to just put the brakes on the whole time right if I look closely and start to steer my board across the hill I find that there are little little uphills and downhills and banks and dishes and bowls and all these incredible contours that can add an incredible element of, of playfulness and uh, this really helps to enhance the experience and open up some access to some fun terrain and, and start to help you uh, view the hill a little bit differently and, and use some of those shapes uh, to your advantage. You know, Gary, this is really making me think of an interview I did with Dusty Dustin about skiing steeps where he was talking about moves that are efficient and moves that are effective and how you want those to combine. But uh, it seems like in the trees, there are times you really just want a move that's effective. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Very much so. You know, with that, that last piece we were talking about, using some of those, those bumps and banks, and very much uh, there's an element of efficiency there and allowing the train to do some of the work for you, right? Around and uh, there, are, there are a lot of variables in the trees as you might come around a corner and there's a stump that you didn't see, didn't anticipate, or, uh, or a little sapling sticking up that would, would grab you and toss you down. And so um, something that comes to mind for me is just being able to make a, a really big uh, kind of a counter-rotated move in which the upper and lower body moves in opposition. You're able to create a it's very intense, uh, very powerful, right? And um, can very, very quickly bring the, bring the equipment sideways um, to help you create a, a, a quick stopping motion, right? From that position, you don't have a whole lot of options. <laughs> um, but if you need to create that quick stop, in a scenario like that, it can be it can be a good one to pull out. So one of those situations where an effective movement, right, and it's going to keep you from hitting that next obstacle, it may not necessarily be your most efficient option. Right? Any thoughts in closing? Uh, get out in the trees, ride ride the trees with your friends. Know uh, know the trees before you go into them. They're there are good patches of trees and not so good patches of trees for sure. And yeah, have a blast and don't be afraid to introduce your students into those settings because there's, uh, there's some amazing snow in the trees. Now, Gary, you're based out of Copper Mountain, correct? I am indeed. Yes, I teach snowboarding there. Level two examiner, you're right at your level three examiner status, correct? Indeed, yes, working through that process now. All right. Well, I sure appreciate you taking the time to chat with us this evening, and uh, thanks so much. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. From the PSIA ASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.